Hello, hello. It is the 2nd of April, 10.36 a.m. in the West Coast. I love that. P.M. Yeah. P.M. It's night. Yeah, it's night time. <laughs> and then we are in the West Coast. Hey, guys. Where they have a saying. <laughs> My mind went blank. <laughs> Lana Del Rey, I'm so sorry. What, did she ever say what the saying was? If you're not... Down in the West Coast, they have saying. a saying, if you're not drinking, you aren't playing. Oh, okay. Her mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, it is, what, today's a Tuesday? Yes. And I just got back from Miami, which was crazy. L- I went... Lucky ass. <laughs> when I was I was about to leave, and I was like, I'm tired. I do not want to go. And also, I was like, do you want to trade places? <laughs> For real? I was like, you wanted to be Friday? Oh my god! I love Miami. I just, uh, if money wasn't a problem, I wouldn't be living there right now. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. I get it. I was like, oh, okay, I get what Nelson likes about it. <laughs> I feel like it's like a mini Cancun in the United States. Mm-hmm. It has that tropical, beachy, but nice. I mean, Mexico's nice, but it's a very American. I nice. just love that. You know how like you go to like New York and it's like pigeons and rats. Oh. Yeah. You go to Miami, it's like iguanas in Paris. Literally, yeah, literally. <laughs> I saw an iguana. I was like, oh, is that what you're oh, Yeah. But I went with Fan Central, which is the company I work with. So they have different models and porn stars that have their premium Snapchats or their private Snapchats. Um, and they sell other things too, like feed content, kind of like OnlyFans. I work with them and they invited me. They invited all the girls out. It was up to you though if you wanted to go and... I had heard of Ultra Miami and it was kind of one of those things that was, I wouldn't, I don't know if I should say it's all, it was on my bucket list, but it was a festival that I was interested in and I knew that maybe one day I would want to go, but I don't know if I was, if I'd ever be willing to do such a like plan, you know, planning a festival and we're going to be talking about festivals today, which I'm really excited about because I feel like I'm like a new festival goer and I think Nelson is too. So I, I just think there's a I lot. just popped my cherry. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of to uncover about it. And we, we want to talk about that. But I knew Ultra was something I want to do. I just didn't know if I would want to spend. I mean, it's you, you can spend thousands planning out a music festival in a different city like me and Ruben are doing Coachella. And it literally cost us, if I'm being clear, like on numbers around five thousand dollars. Ah. You know That's what? Expensive. You know what? Girl. Well, because we got VIP and we wanted to get VIP because I we've never done Coachella and I hear that it's extremely packed. I mean, just looking at the photos, it looks ridiculously like I mean, it sells out. I want to say almost every single year it sells out. VIP sells out too, and there's so much like commotion and like culture behind it. And I knew I wanted to kind of make my life a little bit easier, maybe when it comes down to water and bathrooms and you know being able to sit down somewhere because it's not a festival I've been to before. So we got um we got VIP tickets, which I want to say were about a thousand dollars each. I think it's about five hundred dollars general admission. Is it around a thousand? I'm pretty sure it is. And then our hotel was like another thousand because you're in Palm Springs. You don't have a lot of options. I looked up Airbnbs. They were expensive. Coachella's too. in Palm Springs. I thought Coachella, sure. I thought Coachella was like in some isolated part of California, like desert shit. It's like desert. It's around the Palm Springs area. Mm-hmm. I would. I'm pretty sure the city itself is called Coachella. Mm. I think it's like a. It's like. A, in a little the name, random isn't part. Isn't the name like funny too? Like it's like an indigenous word, but it's like shady. What is the shady about? Uh, okay, though this isn't like research information, but I saw a meme and it was like Coachella means like dumb white person or something. Oh my god! I think ah. I think that that, okay, that, that, to look up. that isn't like academic information. Uh, something you saw on Twitter? That's valid. Who knows? Yeah, I mean it's in the desert up in California. I want to say it's like four hours away from Las Vegas or three hours away. So the hotel cost about a thousand. And then um, we had to get like shuttle passes, which were like, I want to say $90. All in total, I think we're going to end up spending around four to five grand, which is a lot. But, you know, if you want to experience things, it's definitely a privilege to be able to do music festivals and especially to, you know, want to upgrade your ticket. 
But yeah, the, I knew Ultra. Oh my God, Ultra would have been so expensive if I would have done it just completely out of pocket. Because Fan Central, usually when you go with the company to one of these events, for the most part, you'll get like a an artist pass or you'll get like VIP. You'll get some type of your wristband isn't usually general admission. It's some type of industry related like if you're a social media influencer and a festival invites you out, you'll have some type of little extra pass. Mm-hmm. So our passes were artist passes. So they were they were kind of like VIP, I think like one step down. Um, and, you know, we were able to go in the VIP area. And I want to say VIP Ultra probably cost around $1,000. So all in total, had I paid that trip, it would have been like around more than five grand, I think. So I was like, okay, I'm getting this offered for free. Well, not necessarily for free. But for work, promotional. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was hella random. We were having brunch. Was that brunch? <laughs> yeah, we were having brunch. Oh, we were having, we also were having brunch. And I was like, oh my God, I just got invited to Ultra. Yeah, you were so hyped. I was. Bitch, you said yes immediately. Like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah I knew like, fuck it, I'm going to go. Even though we had gone, we were going to go to Beyond that mm-hmm. weekend. This bitch is touring the east to the west coast. You're like zigzagging. Uh, I am. I literally am. <laughs> we literally went to Beyond Wonderland, which is an insomniac event that they do like every spring and I knew I was going to be tired as shit I knew I was going to be so fucking tired as shit but I was like how could the fuck could I miss this offer for free I mean yeah sure I have to work and it's promotional and it's linked with the company but that that ain't no problem that's like high pitched <laughs> ah, that was literally me so I yeah. did it the flight sucked but ultra was cool Mm-hmm. But yeah, festivals are expensive, and we could talk about that another day too. Okay, festivals. Festivals are. Expensive. Yeah, no. I when I was in art school, I there was like a whole genre of people that they invested so much into like these experiences. Oh yeah, I, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that I'm a hater, but it'd be kind of like I can't relate type thing. Because like in Houston, we didn't. I don't know. We, the festival culture isn't a thing in Houston. It's because I don't think you guys have that many. I mean, you guys have South by Southwest, right? That's an Austin sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Texas is huge. Yeah, that's and awesome. I, know, I know Houston has Freaky Deaky. What is that? Oh, no, you know what? It's coming though, because I know they do. Be they do something wicked. That's like a Halloween oh, okay, one. Okay. You yeah. know what? I take that back. <laughs> No, no, no. It's there, but it's, it's there. not as prevalent yeah. as California. Yeah. And, like, this side of the country. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I went to my first rave ah. beyond Wonderland. Thank you for ah. for pushing me to go. I'm glad you had fun. It's definitely an experience. Yes. Oh, my God. There's so much, so much, so much to say. What should we cover first? I want to talk about Beyond. Okay. So, we <laughs> we decided we wanted to go to Beyond. Let's go in chronological order. <laughs> they have it at the... It's an insomniac event. They have it at the NAS. Event center. Oh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Nelson's offering me water. I need some. I got sick after Beyond, actually. And um, I knew I wanted to go because I hadn't gone to anything since September. And I invited Nelson. And he. Did, I'm glad he decided he wanted to go. So we went with a group of friends. I would just describe the travel of a festival. It's exciting, no? It's exciting. I think... Well, okay. We it was I I that drive to California that desert drive from Vegas to California I love it it's very romantic like <laughs> romantic no it is I would like to do it with like a significant other like oh let's go let's go to California I agree headass it's pretty I'm not I wasn't fond of the mountain we stayed on it was cute the first day oh my god I could get I could <laughs> We, we stayed. We stayed in this area called Crestline at Airbnb. It was cute, but it was it was just for the, for the kind of activities we were doing. It was risky. Word of advice: <laughs> Let me give you guys a word of advice. Activities. If you're hearing this podcast and you live, you or you're interested in doing Beyond Wonderland and you want to get an Airbnb, you're gonna go and you're gonna look at San Bernardino area. Stay away from the cabins that will pop up that will say it's like 20, 30 minutes you know, away from the, the NAS event center because you'll be like, oh, the 20, 30 minutes, that's not bad. I could do that. Like, I do that probably daily because these cabins are up in the mountains. And when you're coming back from a festival and it's, what, one, two, three o'clock in the morning? It looks scary. 
It is like the, terrifying. The fog looks really like Silent thick. Silent Hill. Silent Hill as shit. <laughs> like it's it's very thick. If you're not like a seasoned driver, if you're a nervous ass driver, don't do this shit. I like if you're, you're in the mountains. If your car isn't there, like if your car ain't some like all wheel drive ass shit, don't do this. Like don't do not like stay it was, <laughs> crest it was, line. That's what it it's was, called. Like I honestly think that that drive made me so anxious. Yeah. I honestly I don't want to say it ruined my experience, but it was definitely a car. Mm-hmm. that like i'll always remember yeah like because it was such a dread the first mm-hmm. night i was losing my marbles ah! okay let's just be ah! we'll, uh, we'll get into this <laughs> we'll get into this in a while but um, we'll, we'll talk about festival culture because i mm-hmm. feel like as soon as you say that yeah you probably you do a drug mm-hmm. at festivals or you've done a t- t- type of drug before people will quickly get at you but you know i personally i'm not someone who like hates drugs well it depends what drugs psychedelics i think i'm okay with psychedelics and i'm okay with marijuana and even some benzos i think that a lot of people are curious in this world and drugs is some it's a vice to a lot Pe- of people people are going people are going to try drugs yeah people are going to try like, shit like like dare like drug like the war on drugs ass mentality it's, it, it's ineffective because people are going to do what they want to do and people are going to try drugs i understand there's people that never want to try anything i get that I get that. I understand that. But we're not promoting anything. Yes. I guess. Okay, disclosure. Yeah. Okay, disclosure. No, no, no. 100%. Okay, I we should, do not. We, damn, we should edit this then. We no, like, we like chopped around I, each no, other. No, no, no. I think it's okay. Yeah. It's uh, honest. Okay. I personally would not recommend mm-hmm. any type because I don't know that person. I don't know you guys hearing this. So this is not in any way like a review or like a go try this is more so our experience Mm -hmm. and if anything we want to educate educate as much as we can i always kind of me and nelson always kind of make jokes back and forth because we're both pretty okay in the drug department we have had our little experiences nelson is probably really well educated about like (gasps) i know that before you did like (laughs) before you did shrooms and acid you researched right I, yeah i think yeah i think out of everyone in this house i've done the most shit. yeah you've done the most shit yeah but um he, he always re- researches his stuff and i will always try and be as safe as i can mm. or i try and practice whatever i'm doing safely i did talk about on youtube how i was on xanax to sleep and that was something that like ended up happening because of my parents so i have my little history and to be i'm cl- i'm clean yeah. i haven't had xanax oh yeah you completely like you, you detached mm-hmm. from opioids. i completely detached from opioids i was i never used xanax to get high which is interesting i always used it to sleep so maybe at a point i was high but it was always to sleep because i had really terrible like insomnia with anxiety so now that we've kind of disclosed we are not promoting anything we are not trying to sell anything we're not encouraging sharing our experience anything we're just sharing our experience and we're talking about the reality that sometimes comes with festivals Mm -hmm. there's this big like oh you need people you know if you don't go for the music you shouldn't go period i do agree that you should enjoy the music 100 percent. that's what the fuck you're going for but let's be real festivals are a mixture of things it's It's culture it's hedonism yeah it's pleasure it's pleasure and pleasure takes many forms it's it's physical it's it's mental some people can channel that some people need a substance to escape i like i like the way these events have commercialized because they set it up to where they these people that sell you these tickets and they put on these events and they perpetuate this culture they're very aware so they're selling, they're doing water stations for free. Gatorades. The Gatorades. Uh, the people that are there are very, they, 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 if they see you, I, I noticed a lot of people were like fatigued and laying down on the floor. And they for, respect that. For the most part, they'll come up to you and be like, are you good? They'll bring you a water bottle. It was very interesting. Very yeah. mutualistic culture. But um, yeah. And that's what people love about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that when people are like, it's all it, before it was all about the music. No, it wasn't. It was never about the music. festivals. Were always about going to to either have fun with your friends to escape. Mm-hmm. If you've been working for a month straight and you just want to escape, for those that want to try psychedelics for things like that, I will say you're using the word festival. I will say for the rave, to me, a rave is more of a subculture. It it's more like people that are like on the outskirts. Of like normality, but I for think the that festivals part. too, friend. Like Woodstock, 
Woodstock was a fet like a music festival, right? Yeah. I, I mean, come on, Woodstock, you're not. People are not going to sit there and be like, it was about the music. No. <laughs> Oh my god, we was at we was eating dinner and we, we were just having like an experience, just like gasping at this what shit. Song? <laughs> a lot of music festivals were never just about the music. Yeah, even disco culture back in the sixties, they were doing coke. Stop playing with me. No, yeah, yeah, Stop with yeah. Me. <laughs> you know, we want to talk even just about club culture. Mm-hmm. You have alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's not there, there's there's substances involved, and we encourage people to do what they feel mm-hmm. right doing, and there there should be a level of no judgment with that. Yeah. And I think that we should leave it at that because I feel like it's just like a car. No, yeah, (laughs) it is. It is. I just like to like, you know, put it out there. I just want to be clear and honest. So, so talking about going up the mountain, I had, I was, I had been rolling, (laughs) even though my roll was kind of shitty. It wasn't shitty. And we can talk about this later. You were hallucinating. That was, I don't know. I don't like those pills. You were hallucinating. I don't know, like those pills. I think I fucked up by taking the other half. Yeah. So I took, I took this half was, of a This pill. was a fortnight, right? Yeah. That, took- this ecstasy shit is crazy. Like they'll, they'll brand them. Like the the amount of copyright infringement is ridiculous. <laughs> Tesla's Fortnite, oh Instagram, the, the Instagram. I kind of want to try an Instagram. The names, <gasps> that, the names that they give them. But um, I had done half a fortnight, and then around midnight, me and my well, me, I did another fort. I did half mm-hmm. the other half of the fortnight, and it made me. It was weird. It made me like, I didn't know you could like see shit on Molly. I don't think you can. I think that's a mix mm-hmm. and whatever else was in there. Yeah. Yeah. These pills are a cocktail. The ecstasy pills are, it's a cocktail and it's like, the way that I kind of think about it is like, you know, you go to a restaurant and you order something, there's going to be inconsistencies through the person that made it. Yeah. So think of it like that. So maybe the person that, Press this pill didn't measure correctly their pars. They put too much of one thing. They they, they left one. They left one thing out. So yeah, you uh, to, never know. to me, the, these pills are not. Um, what's the word? Consistent. And I do want to say that the person who shall not be named <laughs> that we got these pills from mm-hmm. tested them. Yeah. They they were very yeah that that was I remember that was something that was brought up immediately when we got them that you if you're going to be buying recreational pills uh anything that you should get it tested yeah definitely get it tested because people are cutting really like the people are cutting a lot of meth a lot of fentanyl a lot of heroin into these pills as fillers and that can get really lethal yeah so So he did test them and um they they're very picky about that Mm -hmm. this person like kept encouraging us to be extremely safe Oh my god, I'll never forget. So, okay, I okay, Friday, I was Are you talking about you taking the whole pill? I was okay, <laughs> was y'all so have funny. to understand. That was so funny. This was all beyond by the, the way. level uh, the level okay, so we're at Bernardino San Bernardino, we're walking, we get to the venue, we're <laughs> we're looking crazy. I y'all have to understand, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I'm tired of this anticipation. It's like, oh, like I remember we were like in a corner. We were like huddled up. We were all in like body. And we were like, we were all like, oh, like, oh, are you going to take yours? Are you going to split it? I get my motherfucking Fortnite. I take it immediately. And I'm just like, <laughs> y'all are still like talking, like, like splitting the pill, like 40 seconds and later. And I, I turned to Nelson. I'm like, oh, are you going to take half? And he's like, what? I took the whole thing. <laughs> I took oh, it. Like, oh, okay. You're about to go on a ride. I took it. Oh my God. I, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> like the, oh my God. we're like we're like two opposite experiences. Yours was a little scary from what you you're explaining. Explaining. Explain yours. Uh, I loved it. I just oh my god. Okay, so we were. This was your first time. We took yeah. This is my first time taking Molly ecstasy whatever the fuck. <laughs> Um, I've taken psychedelics before. I've done mushrooms and I've done acid, and this is this is I've done Molly, so I have a little little resume going here. Um, it, we took the pills at seven twenty. And we were outside of the restrooms. We were doing, we were we were sending groups of people in and coming out. We were a group of eight people, I think. Oh, we were. We were we were rolling deep, and um, I was I, I I was listening to the music, and I started to feel a blur. I started to feel like these waves of energy, kind of like like if I would twirl, I would just something would twirl with me, and it was kind of like like my walls, my barriers, my 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 defense mechanisms were like dissolving. Yeah. I explicitly like remember like dissolving and like being more free. Um I didn't hallucinate people. A lot of people talk about light shows and like the way lights. I I don't know. Like, every, like my vision was kind of normal. 
but like I was feeling I was feeling happy I was so happy I was twirling around like I was dancing like oh my god I activated like it was it was interesting like I mm-hmm. literally like the, the group of eight people and then it was just me twirling around like bouncing around like it was it was it was amazing I um I was feeling emotions um I remember being so affectionate and I was just being really touchy feeling my hands were going all over the place. You were on one. 100%. (laughs) I remember feeling this heat and I was just like, okay, my clothes are coming off. I was was shirtless like maybe like 40 minutes in. Did your legs ever burn in the beginning? No. Okay. No, I I had a really good first night. That first night was like, that was a good ass first night. That's good. I'm glad. Yeah. Because my, the first time I did MDMA was EDC 2018. So last year. And it was like one of the best nights of my life. I also do want to say that like with these drugs, of course comes risk. You could die. Mm-hmm. You could overdose. Yeah. You could overheat. You could have seizures. Yeah. You could have like convulsions. I, um, I assert a level of respect when I take these substances. I, if I, Tell myself that I'm not going to let my ego get in the way. Like, oh, I'm not high as like these people. Oh, I'm not on this mm-hmm. level. Oh, I want to get higher. You have to you have to humble yourself because I think when you cross those emotions, I think like when you do drugs, your emotions play a, a big part. You have to respect you have, whatever you're you have doing. to respect what it yeah. is. 100 percent. But um, I loved it. I remember professing feelings to everybody. That's um, nice. You were you were like on a good roll. Mm-hmm. You were peaking. Okay. <laughs> I was like, yes. I just really, I just remember dancing, and I just I want to go back. Ah, I really, no, I really I, I really do. No, I, I love like, that. It's 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 the first of many. One hundred percent, the first of many, and I just I remember like thinking to myself that you know I want to be able to feel this confident and this free and this fluid without this drug, and I I want that to be like something that I work on. Yeah, and that. MDMA does that for a lot of people. When I came back from EDC, I was on one. <laughs> I was like, I need to go to the next festival. But of course, there is also like um, discipline, you know, it's not recommended and it's not safe to constantly be doing mm-hmm. MDMA. It takes a toll on your body. It takes a toll on your brain. And not only that, but they do say like the magic will fade away. Mm-hmm. Like if you do it so many times and i know people i have friends that they've been going to festivals for years Mm -hmm. and now they're to a point where mdma no longer does what it does to a newcomer so keep that in mind it's okay and um i think another thing too is and we could talk about my role right now Mm -hmm. my experience with the substance and then in general like the festival and how it plays into part but um you're not always gonna have the best like experience like it's kind of like highs like Mm -hmm. for me sometimes when i get high i love it and then sometimes i don't have the greatest time it's also how you deal with um substances and i think what you're taking too but yeah you were you had a great time oh yeah i i i understood it very well yeah i embraced it i i remember i was (laughs) i didn't fulfill this goal but i wanted to be a horse so bad Ah! I wanted to make out with somebody. I wanted to touch somebody. I want, Time will come. It was. I wanted that so bad. It just didn't happen. But I mean, I'm fine. I I was I was just dancing a lot. That's good. And I like that. Yeah, I was just that. I remember like, okay, I need to go out and dance. Like, I like this. Yeah, everyone. I think everyone too affects it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big dancer too, Oni. Okay, dancer. Yeah, I'll be like, just I just want to dance. So I took talking about that. Don't ever stay in Crestline, real quick. Just don't ever stay in that part. Of San Bernardino because after like a come down, that's what usually they call once you know your MDMA trip roll is over. They can make you anxious because your serotonin does leave, so your your brain is not the same. So I was very anxious seeing Ruben drive up that mountain. I definitely would not recommend staying up there, even if it looks to be a really good deal. Would not recommend staying up there whatsoever. So anyways, um, I took half. And I think I regret taking half. Mm-hmm. The first time I did MDMA was, again, EDC. I took a whole pill. My, I was with someone that, again, I trusted, had done it, knew where they were getting their stuff from. It wasn't random. It was planned. They let me know, hey, you should do this if you're going to come. I didn't even want to go. I was nervous, but I went. Definitely don't regret it. One of the best nights of my life. Um, I took the whole pill for EDC. I didn't go back on Sunday. And then my next festival was Nocturnal Wonderland. And I did... um. 
I did eat too and I had a great time. I did a full pill the first night and then I did a half pill the next night. I did good. I think I prefer those pills. But this time around, I did the same pill you did. Before we did the Fortnite. And I did mm-hmm. do this, also the same pill Ruben did a Fortnite. You that had, same night. And that goes, you and Ruben had the best roles. 100%. Okay. Oh my God. I'll never forget mm-hmm. somebody. I remember, I bet you I was going in. I was go. I was literally dancing in like the crossways in front of rest oh, yeah, in front yeah. of stalls. It'd be like that. Bitch. I was getting my yes, That was me on EDC. And, and, oh my god! And then somebody was like, "What? What did? What are y'all on? What is he on?" I remember hearing that. What is he on? I think whenever someone's like that person's fucking high, you know you're on a good one because on EDC I remember like I guess I was dancing, walking to a different stage, like a crazy mm-hmm. person, and I remember so hearing like that girl is so high. <laughs> And, and you know when, when you're rolling like it, things really don't bother you you kind of think about it for a second but you're like okay whatever oh my god my heart is racing right now so, I'm, just, I'm seeing everything I remember being like oh my god like people are looking at me but mm-hmm. I'm like I don't give a fuck cause you're I, rolling I think I think I don't I don't want to get anybody too excited here I think y'all have with my I'm I'm, get, I'm giving a reaction because I've I've always, I've grown up, I've, I've been a person that kind of struggled with emotions and like showing them and feeling them. So like, I feel like after I took this pill, I feel like a switch came on. And I get, I feel I'm that. feeling things now and it's weird. It's weird, but like, I'm kind of like, okay, this is what that is. Plur? <laughs> Plur? <laughs> no, yeah, it's an emotional drug. And that's why the, the culture, that's Plur, I read somewhere online, I could be wrong, that Plur was actually P-L-U-E. And it was peace, love, unity, ecstasy. Mm. So things changed, <laughs> obviously. The rebrand. And I do think, like, now I went to Ultra Miami, and we went, we we did Ultra, as some people call it, sober ravers, mm-hmm. sober raving. We drank, but we didn't do any substances, right? And I still, I still felt really nice, and I felt just like in general dancing. Even though you're not like on anything, it still feels really nice, and you have more of an understanding. And like when you see people that maybe look like they're on something, you have like a respect for them. I think it makes you more accepting of people. But that's of course things go south for some people. So it it could there could be one hundred percent. A possibility that not everyone's gonna have that reaction mm. i mean people do die because of this drug yeah so that's something like to always keep in mind but i took up a pill <laughs> and for me i think me and my friend relate on this too i felt my high come and go a lot mm-hmm. so like i felt like i was getting a good roll on and then it would like leave and when it left you felt completely normal so it was kind of weird it was kind of weird because it was like in waves i didn't really like that I didn't like I having it in waves. I would rather have it all the way than like have it in waves because it was almost like if you were like eating a slice of pizza, but then you people kept someone kept pulling it out of your mouth. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That's actually a perfect analogy. Analogy. <laughs> it's like if you're eating something you're enjoying and you get to finish it. But someone keeps pulling it out of your mouth. So that got me annoyed. Mm-hmm. So that's when I kind of became annoyed. Yeah. Because. And see that that when you have reactions like that, those are triggers for the rest of the reaction to your to, to the drug. Like it, it's crazy. Like you really there's a uh, you, you have to like let go. And I think. I don't know about you. I'm a person that. You know, I'm not I'm not really scared of my mind. I can let go. I can I can let go. I can dissolve. Yeah. And an illusion. Because you had a similar reaction the second night, huh? My second night was a little bit better. The second night was weird. <laughs> Are we on day two now? Day two? Well, the second night was well, well on the topic of the substance on mm-hmm. MDMA. Fast forward. The, the, so that was the first night for me. I was fine, though. I had a good time. I had fun with my friends mm-hmm. and everything. I just didn't like that, that it would come and go mm-hmm. a lot. It was annoying. But um yeah, the second night we took Teslas. So that was like, that was another formula, another pill, another formulation. And we split we split it because we were told that it was strong. We were told it was really we were told it was really, really strong. Really, really so I'm like, strong. OK, let's split it. <laughs> like, right. let's split it. We split it. And I, I don't know about you, but I there was a, there was like a moment where I felt giddy and then. It, I want to say that literally was for like 15, 20 minutes. And then I, I felt like it was done. Yeah. 
And then I remember feeling like, okay, two hours passed. I'm like, okay, Nelson, like this is going to be a regular night. And I yeah. was fine. I accepted like that. You know what I mean? I, you know, but I, you know what? I was dancing. I was doing my thing. My body just couldn't keep up with me anymore. I kind of have the same experience with that, doing that half of that pill because, but I will say, I think because it wasn't so abruptly in and out, mm-hmm. like the four, I think the four night, if I would have done the whole pill, I would have been probably more energy. Yeah, I would have been stronger mm-hmm. i feel like i would have had a, a bad come down like mm-hmm. i would have had a headache yeah yeah it would have been a lot of my body so i'm not necessarily i'm not upset about it no yeah yeah, yeah. but the second one i had a little bit more euphoria mm-hmm. the fortnite was a little bit speed energy boom with some euphoria but i think the tesla was less energy more euphoria mm-hmm. which was i actually enjoy the euphoria part more yeah than i remember i remember we were like we're like because we were the only ones that took that the tesla that night we, we were, were like, like oh my we're on this we're on this trip together and we felt good we were in like the house yeah um stage and the house is my favorite like genre mm-hmm. medium so i was like living it was like this gym yeah oh my god i was oh i wish we were there long we went to the restroom that killed it we were we were that we murdered our time there because we went to the restroom but it was like this gym play it literally felt like a gym yeah, where they were, they were they were they were holding like a prom oh. and there was this beautiful purple light and there was, yeah, there, was were, so nice. there were these there were these streams of orange lights. It wasn't this epileptic epileptic act as show. It was very it was very calm and soft. And I I like that. She likes that. We responded. We res- yeah, we, we, we wanted to it. be there. Yeah, we wanted to be there, but we did have to leave because it's a big group, and that's something else we talk about. Yeah, we were we were I, we were in a group of eight people, and like so too many too many like, personalities. Okay. There was a lot of hard hitter boom 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 people yeah, in our group. Yeah, and that's something we could talk about right now. But um. Yeah, so we list, We were in the house stage, and we had a good little roll, mm-hmm. and we thought it was going to, like, peak. Mm-hmm. You know, we thought it was going to get to the point where you're like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But we never peaked. For me, once we left that stage and we went to, like, the second stage, after the second stage, my legs gave out. Mm-hmm. Like, my legs were, like, which... If you've done MDMA before, you know that you're, you have your body will have energy, and as soon as you hit that come down, mm-hmm. you feel like shit. Yeah, you're like okay. Yeah, I I, re- I remember ex- explicitly like eleven o'clock. My knees were burning. I needed to sit down. I yeah. couldn't do it anymore. Like you know, once you get to that point of physical exhaustion, your emotion and your excitement is tampered with. You, yeah, your body is screaming, sit yeah. down. But um, what was what was your favorite set? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, hold on, hold on. Before we get into that, I need I need to pee. So break, <laughs> break, break, break. <laughs> oh, our favorite set. Okay, we're back. Yes, our favorite set. You go first. Joyride. Joyride. I remember Joyride. I remember. Was... I remember the name. I don't really remember the music, and don't, don't really remember what. Mitch, I know what was your favorite set. Yes. I'm out of love. Oh my god! So I <laughs> fucked up. I. Okay, so when I saw the flyer and I saw the, the set list, is that what it's called? Yeah. The performers? I saw a lot of names and I just didn't know. Like, you know, I I did, I you know, EDM has grown and there's so many artists and so many genres. I just didn't know. So I kind of went into it like I'm going to follow the leader, headass. <coughs> and uh, there's one artist that I saw on there that I kind of recognized. I heard a couple of songs and if I would have known what, I, what we stumbled upon, I would have made an effort to stay but my favorite set was zoo c-h-u zoo i just oh my god really nice we we walk into this tent what what a stage whatever yeah there's this red light that's like bathing all everyone and there i i like harmonious sounding like very rhythms instruments very more relaxing, kind of spacey sounds. I'm not really like a headbanger. Like I, I can't. I'm too sensitive of a person to like enjoy headbanging <clears throat> that kind of harder music. It was zoo, and I just I remember everyone looked so like beautiful. It was so sensual. Mm-hmm. It was this. They were doing this set or this this intro to a song, and there was this saxophone bit. And oh my god, I wanted to like I wanted to disappear. I wanted to just transcend. It was nice. And we were the only ones that enjoyed it. Yeah, me and Nelson <laughs> were the only. I was living for it. And I was actually kind of like, oh, okay. When one of our friends was like, can we go, can yeah. we go now, please? Yeah, I was having a moment. And I was kind of just like, okay. I just, I re- my favorite, the, okay, the gays going to jump out. I remember this group of kids in front of us. I The thing that I enjoyed so much about Beyond is that there were so many cute boys that were mostly Latino. 
that were like short. <laughs> yeah. It, I was like, oh, this is a vibe. Like, oh my God. So there was this group of kids and there was this one boy that stood out to me and he was kind of like, he was, he was kind of smaller, like my height. Mm-hmm. Um, he had like this curly hair. He was brown and he was just in this like ecstasy. Like he, like he was in like, on with a group of friends. They were in the zone. He then like touchy feely. Like he was whispering things into his friend's ear. Mm-hmm. Very like, oh my God, this heat in his, I was so attracted to it. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, like, I, <laughs> part of me was like, I want to approach him. Yeah, but you could. I and just, that's one of the nice things, too, about festivals. You could approach people. Yeah. But I just remember thinking, that, oh, my God, he was so beautiful. And that it was just this moment. And this red light, it was just so sensual. Yeah, it was nice. I was getting lost. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a bit close my eyes, head ass, mm-hmm. and just listen. But then, yeah, like, that, and that's the thing. Sometimes going in big groups, as lit as it may look, y'all have to maybe either be okay with some people going to different stages and meeting up later because I really didn't like that we, um, ever, we had to move around so much. And I think that's one of the other reasons why I didn't really, like, 100% love Beyond was beautiful and I think I will definitely be going back but I wasn't like wow this festival experience it was a solid 7 mm-hmm. seven and a half for me 100% yeah. and I think it's one of that like we were moving I would say I would so say much. I would say yeah I would say my probably maybe 8 because I, I had a really good first night yeah I I didn't I, I feel like we didn't spend enough time at the art installations. We didn't. There was beautiful art installations. There was a lot of acrobatic people dressed up. It was a production produced ass experience. I just it was amazing. Um yeah, I think I think if I could go back, I would literally just research like who I wanted to see and probably would have developed a little bit more sense of independence. Like, okay, I'm staying here. Mm-hmm. But um, next time, you know, I'm not mad. These oh, mo- yeah. these motherfuckers are booked. These motherfuckers are booked. Oh yeah, <laughs> and there's so many festivals yeah. to choose from. Like literally, the list goes. I was just thinking, you know, what do I want to do nocturnal again, or do I want to do hard fest, or what am I trying to do? But nocturnal is really pretty. I really like Insomniac. I think they do a lot. Of like color and they put a lot of effort into their art installations and i appreciate that so that was beyond beyond was beautiful i do have to say their art installations were really nice mm-hmm. i met my friend up at i uh, love uh, yeah and, emily and yeah emory emily. Emily. emily she's so pretty emily. i love right. her she was really sweet it was nice also to like meet up with a different friend that wasn't like in our group that we were tra- going in as and like the ride and the water Am I the only one? Did you think that was so pretty? The what? Like how the water and the ride and everything was like lit no, up. Oh yeah, it was so beautiful. It was beautiful, and I think we're we're just we stood we stood out in that crowd a hundred percent, and yeah. that group of people that we were, they didn't give a fuck. Nobody else gave a fuck. And like, what do you mean? Like nobody else gave a fuck about appreciating the rest oh, of the festival. Oh, you're talking about our friends. Yeah, I will say, um, two of our friends. They oh. went early okay. to see all of that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. it was just a really. Oh big yeah, we we, we showed up late. We should. <laughs> yeah, it was a really big group. My tips for actually being able to check out all of the venue or all of like wherever the the festival is at is try and go if it's a two day festival and you're going both days. Try and go a little bit early the first day so you could see where everything is at and try and have a plan. This is something we have not done. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a plan okay who do we want to see mm-hmm. now that everybody kind of has their taste in like what they prefer in edm i think it's easier in the beginning me and ruben were complete newbies to edm mm-hmm. we didn't want to go to edc like our friend was like no you guys have to come you guys live in vegas you guys have to come and mm-hmm. i got free tickets so i was like okay and we fell in love and even my friend one of my friends that went with us melissa she said that she actually could like she likes EDM now, which mm. I think that's so interesting. No, yeah, I, no, I remember you was very like almost against it. Yeah, and then and then the the week after, I was like, "Bitch, you changed." <laughs> but I think I, I found my good, and now as time goes by, I like more and more different yeah. types of EDM. But one hundred percent, like the genre that I was like, okay, this is my genre mm-hmm. was house, house because I like artists like Azelia. Mm-hmm. I think Azelia, y- y'all can fight me on this. Azelia. Ah! Azelia uses a lot of house in her music. Yeah. She takes a lot of influence. Yeah. Yeah. I I liked EDM when, when I was in middle school, but I kind of like guarded myself. I didn't like, because when I was in school, raving, that culture, house, electronic music, it was very gay. 
So I was in the closet back then and I kind of just protected myself and I didn't really share, but I didn't indulge in the, in that culture too much. So I didn't really know all of these artists that exist now. There's I, so many. I listened to Armin, Van Buren. I listened to Tiesto, Cascade. I love Cascade. I remember when Dynasty came out. Um, I listened to Dead Mouse. I had a t-shirt. I remember I was a fan. Stan. Um, I think, yeah, um... For me, I had heard the big names, mm-hmm. you know, Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris, yeah. But I never like took the time to actually try and listen mm-hmm. because I it just wasn't my cup of tea, you know. Until this day, I don't think I don't I don't think EDM is my number one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I listen to a lot of shit. I don't know. I I'm I'm definitely in the electronic music phase. Yeah, electronic music more like. R&B-ish, singing, vocalizing, instruments. Yeah. I've disassociated from rap 100%. I think I I like all types. And it's funny, I don't really think I've been listening to rap a lot. And rap is probably one of my favorite genres. I've been listening to a lot of Kaluchis. Okay. (laughs) Miss Kaluchis ass type music. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of, I guess we'd call her indie. Indie alternative. I've been listening to a lot of Caribbean music too. Mr. Was Tom Impala? Tom Impala. Oh, we stand. Ah. I'm excited to see him in Coachella. Oh, but yeah. like more of that. But yeah. I do. I like house. I like drug like ass. I, I like drug ass music. I like music that sounds good on drugs. Uh, Crystal Castles. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> the meme. Oh, yeah, I love meme. Crystal. That's that that group is interesting. Crystal Castles. Are you familiar? No, not really. I mean, I remember so, grungy ass. Okay. Do you remember? <laughs> there was a story that they broke up. You know that, right? Oh, okay. This story is insane. So a story broke. Alice, the woman, Alice Glass, she posted on a website like this paragraph, decade of psychological abuse from her partner. She, the man, I forgot his name, but it's Latino. He's like a white Mexican, I think. Don't call me. Um, he was very like, you're not going to have friends. You're going to make music full time. He wouldn't let her date. Shit like that. Very abusive, like what? psychological music. But Alice it was interesting. She was like, I don't want you guys to hate Crystal Castles. I still want you guys to listen to us. Very like, please. Like I'm telling, I'm, te- I'm explaining why we broke up, but don't hate Crystal Castles. Very interesting. I, I, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but like, I love that. I love oh. that she was like preserve our music <coughs> but after they broke up they flopped they changed I, well, as fucked up as it okay as fucked up as it sounds like yeah and it's um, it's super unfortunate yeah. are you kidding me that like the music stems from abuse yeah you know but yeah I, I like I like a lot of it. I, I shy away from sharing my music taste because I'm traumatized <laughs> I, I grew up being told oh that's fucking weird so I Grimes <laughs> oh, I love that with you oh, Grimes <laughs> God. No, I get that. I I listened to a lot of different shit growing up. I listened to Screamo. Okay. I was one of those bitches. Ah. Hawthorne Heights. I don't know if people consider that Screamo. Someone's gonna clock me. But there was music that I would listen to that was like super alternative. There was this one song that was so morbid. It talked about yeah, like the an apocalypse. And oh my god. I I I couldn't. I I can't get into anything that's too loud and aggressive. Yeah, that was like. I don't think it was a bass too. I just I don't like it as much mm-hmm. as other genres. But for me, I think EDM mm-hmm. is a good like dancing yeah it's dance music yeah, yeah, to yeah, me for sure clearly yeah i had a dubstep phase like workout dubstep i like dubstep for, i had like a year where i was like skrillex ah! girl, my, my ears gave out the, the old man jumped out and i was like no and it's funny ruben's like a nelson calls it boom boom bang <laughs> boom, boom music. ruben is a big um like bass as person head banger bass light show epileptic as shit. yeah he's I, like, just... I need i need that hard shit i'm like oh my god we were listening to who was it it was a house. Yellow set. Claw? That's the name that he throws around a lot. That, oh my God, that loud ass shit. We were, I asked him, I dragged them with me to go see AC Slater in um, Ultra Miami. And I would say that's a little bit more like house music. Don't quote me. I know there's so many sub subgenres. I was like, bitch, you're wrong. It was AC Slater. <laughs> and he's not like, boom, bad. Yeah. Everyone was like, okay, like, can we go? And I was like, listen. Yeah. Like, we're not about to do this at festivals yeah. all the time. You have to give me my freedom. I, I did, I'm, I'm going to just say, now, if we go to ADC, I think I'm expecting me to separate. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably stick around with you for a little bit. Okay. I like, the, I like the boom, boom, bang, too. I love, like, hard shit too but it needs to be in the moment yeah i prefer house though no i like okay i like i like loud percussion but i need to be able to lower it <laughs> like on like headphones you know uh, what i mean 
But yeah, it was it was amazing. I I just I would do it again. But oh, that ultra lineup was um was good. Mm-hmm. Ultra lineup was good. Um, Tichami, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Tichami, he's a house artist. He was amazing. Yeah, that was like my favorite set. Yeah. Yeah. The the DJ lineup in Ultra, I would say, was so good. It was like very high profile names. Yeah. Okay, I think. But they, they knew what the fuck they yeah. was doing. Like. Regardless of what people say about main stage and like people about main stage, this the main stage was good. Mm-hmm. It was loud, and I feel like all of the DJs were yeah. really good. No, Tiesto yeah, I, popped I, off. Yeah, it's, Armin? it's crazy. Those motherfuckers are legends. Yeah, they are. Their career, bitch, longevity. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Like, like they've been around for oh, like yeah. past a decade. I just imagine. Armin, Armin did like two or three sets. Oh, I remember I was at I was at work and I was we were they were streaming Ultra, bitch. I was watching the set. I'm like, wow, this man is great. Mm-hmm. People were yeah, people stand, people stand, like stand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's like two artists that I, I didn't get to see because there was a whole transportation thing with Ultra. If you guys want me to like Miami, need to get together eventually. <laughs> What? <laughs> there was this big old transportation. So we left early. I didn't get to see Res. Do you remember that song about like hypnosis that we were listening to in the car? Like no. the best thing about hypnosis. No? No. I'm sorry. And we were no. like, what the fuck is this shit? I'm sorry. I like Res a lot. Yeah. I didn't get to hear her. Sad. Oh, it's like a woman. Yeah. Oh, nice. She like wears these glasses. I oh, like her. Okay, bye. Yeah, I, I like her a lot. I, I didn't get to see her. I was a little sad, but I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll see her again. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to make it a thing to like certain artists, like definitely try, try and, and go see, see mm-hmm. them. I felt bad I didn't get to see Lenium. People stand him so hard, and I mainly wanted to see him to also send Mimi some snaps. Yeah, okay, friend. Me, me. But I did it. One of my friends like stands him. She, she really I him. I don't know a lot of artists, honestly. I like literally. I saw the list for Beyond. And I'm like, holy shit. You know what comes? I think it comes to just going to different festivals and listening to different people. But I know I know the genres that I like. I know what I like when I hear it. I just don't know names. You like more of the chill. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. I like a little I bit of hip it. gyration, little little here, little bump bump. <laughs> <laughs> but also was nice though. They didn't have a lot of art installations. I had fun. It was a good festival. It was a, a beautiful location, but you don't really get to see the location inside like that. So it's a little unnecessary, the whole transportation problem. Unless you're like staying on the island and you kind of go to the beach, which honestly, unless you just have a lot of energy, I personally can't do that. I wake up, literally eat, eat sleep, rave, repeat. That's me. <laughs> That's me at these festivals. How was Easy, I? Brave, How was I when I? I think the first Saturday morning, the day after the first day, I was fine. The second day, bitch, the old man jumped out. No, which is yeah. <laughs> I it's, was tired. You could only do what your body wants you to do. Oh my god. Oh my god, but it was fun. I do recommend it. Just. If you're going just for the music and to have a fun time and party, do Ultra. But if you're more about, I want to see art installations, I want to have like more of an experience where you feel like you're escaping. No. No. It doesn't feel like an escape. It feels like a party. Yeah. Well, I feel like insomnia could kind of be a little bit of both. It's conceptual. Yeah. It's, it's conceptual. conceptual. Yeah. But I, I do think Ultra is a good festival. Yeah. I just, and I probably would go back. I don't know about next year. Mm-hmm. It's expensive, but I would go back. But yeah, the transportation was shit. But it's mm-hmm. festivals. Like, yeah. let's not act like it didn't take me two hours to get into. I your will seat. say, I had a hard time with the temperature at Beyond. I can't do that. That's that's oh, the cold. That's too yeah, risky for the me. Cold, the cold. That's way too risky for you me. You get sick. Yeah, it was like it was like sixty degrees. Girl, yeah. bacteria starts to form at sixty degrees. No, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> it was cold, and that was definitely a downside. I got sick. I got sick and nocturnal as well. Um, I didn't get sick during EDC, and I, I didn't get sick in Ultra Miami. Mm-hmm. And even in Ultra, there was a little bit of a, like, breeze. Mm-hmm. And you want to, like, be careful with stuff like that. But you could always, like, take a jacket. If people think, like, you have to be naked at raves, no, you don't. You could take a little You know jacket. what? I mm-hmm. didn't, you know what? I'm going to say this. I, did, I didn't get it. I didn't get it at first, but I remember feeling this flush of, like, heat. Yeah. It, it was like a mixture of confidence and it was a mixture of like, I'm hot. I need to like. This is cup of my, I'm sweating. If you're going to do a substance, you are usually recommended to layer up. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to get hot, have something you can take off. That mm-hmm. is one of the reasons why like EDC, Las Vegas and a lot of these hot festivals, people are half naked. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm excited for ADC. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I remember I tweeted. I was just like, I'm gonna make an effort to do a look. Like, I yeah. do, I'm gonna invest. I'm gonna do it. Just oh, to- that's my, that's my <laughs> one of my favorite. I think aside from like the experience and the vibes and the memories, like the fashion. Yeah. The fashion. The is there a th- oh the theme is like Bill Nye energy yeah like science that shit mm-hmm. bro I'm th- I want to do red yeah I, I'm I'm not one to stick with themes to something, be yeah something red I, I don't just know. what I want but oh my god like mm. the fashion I could talk about that forever I just think you have so much freedom like no yeah. one gives a fuck no one's people gonna tell you people anything. look cra- like I think it's funny when like you hear people there's like people that look very like in their fashion their style there's bleached hair everywhere there's there's clothing patterns Wigs. textures makeup ass <laughs> <laughs> pasties like I love bellies it. nipples oh my god I love it mm-hmm. I love festival fashion so yeah usually in the coldest sun it could be annoying but you can still do really cute stuff with clothes on yeah <laughs> some clothes on yeah I was alone to me I was like I need to set my cookies up in the gym Oh, no, yeah. Look at this. No, yeah. We've listened to that, but that's another... Everyone's really accepting. Mm-hmm. You don't No, yeah, that. there was... There was very... No, I, I didn't feel insecure. It was kind yeah. of more like, okay, I got I got I got a ways to go still. You I know? feel that. But there was a lot of thick girls mm-hmm. wearing their fishnet. Yeah. There's a lot of skinny boys, skinny girls. Mm-hmm. A lot of curvaceous, southern-looking girls. It's very accepting. Yeah. There was black people there. There was Asian people there. There was Latinos there. It's diverse. It's inclusive. I truly, truly, it's inclusive. Yeah. Oh, an age range too. Maybe forty year olds at these shits. Mm-hmm. Like grown, grown ass people. That's why, like, when Twitter wants to roast EDM like culture, I'm like, you guys don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. It could come off corny to some people, or it could come off like head ass kind of like oh my god these people are so ridiculous but the overall like basis of the community and of course there's people that are really immersed in it so they're passionate and to you it might come off like corny or whatever but the basis of the community is very accepting and like very i think loving towards each other and just yeah positivity like you know i could appreciate that it was honestly not not something like i hadn't done before 100 percent everyone's nice mm-hmm. everyone's nice like if you are not or if you go in there and you have like a bad aura or a bad type of energy to you i hope that with all the people that are being so nice it gets shifted mm-hmm. and that's the thing you could go in there kind of feeling shitty like i didn't have the greatest i guess role right but i didn't let that ruin my experience i still was nice i still had a really great time i still like had fun with my friends i met people you meet people oh my god you're so beautiful i love your outfit <laughs> like stuff yeah. like that it, it makes it's little things like that i think that make like the experience i think the the only the only real interaction that i remember was was a stranger uh, it was this white man. I don't know if you remember. He was like, he kind of popped up in our group. And this is when I was peeking. This is Friday night. And he was like, man, we're so lucky that our friends are here with us. I'm like, I, like, I didn't, I, I, was, ah, I was just like, I love that. I was just like, I didn't, I, I wasn't like offended or anything, but I'm kind of just like, are you, I, my mind was like, are you okay? Are you functional? <laughs> No, yeah, people will flow and have conversations. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. I remember I was asking these girls, like, where something was at. And they looked a little like, bitch, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know where that shit's at. And one of them, I think she was gay. Yeah. She was like, wow, you're really hot. I was like, wait. Was he Asian? <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I remember that. She was like, yeah. I was uh, like, wait, do you want my number? <laughs> but I was like, let me not get no, ahead of that myself. Is, that is like my goal. Like. I, I want to, like, make out with somebody. Like, she was hot. so bad. I wish I could find her app, but... I, I want to, like... I want to exchange that energy. Like, literally. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to... Well, I think it's bound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Loki, she... I, she was attractive. Ah! <laughs> she, <laughs> she didn't do her thing. She, she, she had a little meat on her. Yeah, she was... She, she had... I think... She, did, I want to remember. She had, like, a little Edna Mode vibe. Yeah. Yeah. She had, like, shorts on yeah. her. Yeah. She was hot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The most. The most. Uh, I. I. I explicitly remember like being fixated on that boy on the zoo set. I remember there was this one moment where this guy we made eye contact and he kind of smirked at me and we were outside of Dioro. Okay. But it, I, I. I. I didn't go anywhere. I wasn't. I wasn't there. I, I saw him and I. I just. I just the, the, it's kind of hard. I feel. Yeah. Like to go to that next step, you need to like. I think it within time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I just, I was, I was, I wasn't confident. Like, the, the, I think this was Saturday. I wasn't confident like the night before. But yeah, I wanted, I wanted interaction so bad. I think it's bound to happen. You know, one hundred percent at these events, one hundred percent. And it's nice. It's a part of like the experience. Yeah. But that's kind of our summary of Beyond and Ultra. We're at almost an hour, right? Fifty-four minutes. I'm trying yeah. to think if there's anything I want to close off with. I, I kind of want to offer some advice. Yeah, nice. right? Okay. So, you need to, like, if you're the type of person that is considering doing a psychedelic, you know what I mean? You need to ask yourself, how do you feel about yourself on the inside? How are you with your emotions? Are you somebody that can let go? Are you somebody that's anxious? Are you somebody that's angry? You need to assess yourself um and you need to prepare your mind to go into this space and be ready to let go <coughs> that letting go means something different to everyone um it's something i read this on an article and it's very helpful in my opinion um for those of the, for those of us that are privileged enough to have a good relationship with your parents if you're going to go if you're going to do a drug like this Call your mom, call your dad, have a conversation and kind of end off in a really good positive note. Like, I love you, mom. I love you, dad. Like, thank you. And hang up and then go on with your night. And that will propel you into positivity, I believe. Um, And yeah, for me, letting go was not caring that I was dancing, not caring that I was shirtless, not caring that I was emotional and just being a lot and just not caring and just being confident, feeling confidence. And like I said, that might be different for everyone. <coughs> like, I do think that if you're somebody that has a lot inside, you know, it's gonna come out. You know, if you're gonna wanna cry, you need to cry. If you wanna, if you wanna tell somebody you love them, you need to do it. It needs to come out. It can't, you can, cause when you, when you fight yourself like that and you fight your mind, you will taint the experience. Yeah. So that's, that's my advice. And be hydrated, please. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I have advice. Test your shit. Be safe. Have water. Be with someone that has done it before. Mm-hmm. Never do a psychedelic. I would say this is my personal advice alone or with another person who hasn't done it before. I think it's extremely helpful, literally in a case of an emergency, to have someone that has done it before and has experience in case you're you know, whether you're nervous for a little bit or regardless of whatever it may be, you have someone there that knows what you went through or is, you know, familiar with it and they're willing to help you. Have someone that's like, I got you, right? Um, And try if you can be with people that you know and that you are on good terms with, like friends that you actually fuck with. Don't be trying to, you know, do a psychedelic with someone that you hate. That's very important. You cannot... It's not like going out for a drink with somebody you mm-hmm. just met. You need to be with somebody that's comfortable with who you are, comfortable with yes. who, they, who who they are. You need to be you, that the group that you're in is so important. So important. And don't ever overdo it. Don't yeah. a big thing that I hear that's common is oh I don't feel shit. I'm gonna take another one. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because it could be delayed. You could have got a like a bad batch. Yeah, you could have got a bad batch. And it's okay. And you it's, deal it's, with it's, it. Yeah, you have you have to accept. You have to respect. Respect the drug. Respect it, yeah. And respect the experience too. I get like, oh, you know, are you gonna take another one? Mm-hmm. I'm very like, no, I'm good. If mm-hmm. I'm done, I'm done. Unless you know what you're doing. We're biased. Of We're biased. Mm-hmm. I, I prioritize my health yeah. a lot. So yeah. I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm conflicted with this substance because I, I didn't. I, I had a, a really awkward come down like three days straight. When we got back, I was dizzy, like dizzy, nauseous. I, I was like, really anxious. Low bro- blood pressure. I was so anxious. I was, I was at the office at work and I could not work. And it, it I, I hate that. It so pisses me off. So do your research. Yeah. Know what you're getting yourself into because. Be ready to shut down. Everything right comes with the side effect. Yeah. yeah. For me, I was extremely anxious, which is weird. It was more mental than physical while my other come downs were a lot more physical i literally did not go to the gym because i was so anxious it was weird mm-hmm. i went through it that first night i was going through yeah it. and then you continue on with life and it feels normal again. yeah i remember that, that past the three-day mark i was like okay i'm back to reality yeah and never try and just keep doing it and keep doing yeah. it like make sure you re- read on how 
far away your doses should be, even if it's acid or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's recommended doses and there's a lot of websites that will really guide you more. Mm -hmm. I want to say one of them is Dance Safe. I, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. that's that's one for, mm -hmm. for MDMA is Dance Safe. And I'm sure if you want to try acid or something, you can find websites and even YouTube videos. There's a big YouTube channel that mm -hmm. he's really big on educating. I people. think that's the best thing is asking other people, seeking <laughs> other people's experience, because yeah. I think that will map it really well. And if you're somebody that's aware of who you are, I think that'll help you out, too. Like you can map what's going to happen. Read all the precautions. I know a big one is too many lights. You can seize out. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Read, read all the precautions. Be very careful and go in it with whatever way you do it. But even a festival, go in it with positive attitude, even if you're not doing anything. Go in there with positive attitude. You're supposed to, like, enjoy yourself, you know? So that's our advice. Let us know if you guys want us to do more. We could go more in depth about maybe the actual rave and the music, mm -hmm. the culture, um, or like the substance, mm -hmm. whatever it may be, the fashion. Follow follow our Instagram, OOMF Podcast. Yes. I I have visions of the posts that I want to do and I just want it to be very fun and I'm excited. Yeah, we're excited. We're gonna be talking about more stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so DM us, interact with us. Let us know what you would like us to talk about too. I kind of wanted to talk about the Nipsey Hustle. Yeah, I'm a real with you, friend. I don't know who that is. No. No. Okay, then never mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, can, you, can, right. you <laughs> can talk about him, and I can feed my information. But or I, the situation. I just know he. The situation. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was some Selena shit. But it's right? also, yeah. Okay, there, there's literally some there, Selena there's something, shit. There's something that happened from that that I would like to talk about. Okay, so we can. What I want to talk about is like jealousy and envy. Okay. And this big thing on the internet that's very like, this is making me feel bad, so put it away. No, we can talk about that. That's yeah. a big thing. Yeah. Like, this is making me feel bad, put it away. No, you need to learn how to deal with those emotions. Okay. We can talk about that. Next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.